Hey everyone, it's Kristen Stavros with Windermere Whidbey, the podcast. And today I have a very special guest, our one and only Simona Groves. Um, I like to say Groves um, because <laughs> it's around about her accent. Simona is one of the brokers in our Windermere office up in Oak Harbor. And those of you who have met her will never forget her. There are very few women that hold the type of space and poise and have the beautiful Italian accent that we love to hear in our office on a daily basis. Not so much right now because we are all stuck at home, but luckily for Zoom calls and phone calls, we can hear it. So welcome, Simona. Thank you, Kristen. (laughs) I wanted to get on the phone or on a call, or I guess really we're on a podcast now uh, with Simona because she has a lot of family and friends in Italy and has been sharing little, um, you know, tidbits about what she's hearing over there. And they're obviously ahead of us on all of this um, virus. And I thought it would be helpful. And I knew that people were very curious to kind of hear from you, Simona, about what it's like um, for your family over there. But get orientate us a little bit. And where, where are you from? Where are all your family and friends? Specifically? So I was, yes, I was uh, born and raised in uh, Sicily, so south of Italy. Uh, Sicily is one of the 21 regions over there. And uh, right now, I just have uh, mainly my mom and my middle brother that are in Sicily. Uh, my oldest brother is in the um, Italian Coast Guard, and he lives in Cinque Terre, which is uh, northwest of Italy. So he's uh, much closer to the region where mainly um, it all started. Um, so we're kind of all, you know, uh, spread around. But the majority of my uh, friends are, you know, scattered all over Italy. So I've kind of been, uh, um, been able to see a perspective from everybody, uh, especially through social media, of course. And uh, um, obviously for uh, the people that live in North Italy, um, it's it's been less than quite a bit now since uh, um, March 9th is when they actually went in complete lockdown. Um, But they've been experiencing since uh, uh, middle of February. So... Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. I, you know, in the news, which I try not to watch too much of, you know, it's all just been Italy. But I think you just mentioned that um, the majority or it started in Sicily, and you're saying it started back in the middle of February? Uh, no, so the major the cases actually started in North. North Italy is the uh, region that are most affected. I mean, now Italy is completely, you know, um, there are cases all over. My family, my mom and my brother live in South, and then my oldest brother is in North Italy. Um, it. But okay. cases are scattered all over the place now. It's pretty bad. So they are in what is that day 18 or 19 of lockdown and we are in day two. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yes. It all started on March 9th. And so um, the difference is that apparently over there, they started allowing people to walk. Uh, but now it's uh, highly discouraged as well. So they're only pretty much allowing people to uh, do emergency trips to the grocery store or to the pharmacy. Um, so they're all pretty much stuck at home. Lots of uh, homemade pastas and other things but 
Um, they're all good thing. Food. Good thing they know how to go- cook a good <laughs> homemade meal over there. Yes. Comfort food, comfort food central of the, of right. the world. Um, right. So you said they, they were letting people walk. Now, our lockdown, right, we're allowed to go outside and get fresh air and kind of, you know, walk around the neighborhoods. But when you're describing it, I'm kind of imagining like a crowded city with houses, you know, either or apartment buildings. Like if you went outside, the chances of you bumping into someone are like a hundred times higher than you would if you were on Whidbey Island going outside. Correct. Correct. Um, here in the States, the biggest difference is that we do have mostly like res- residential areas. So we have a lot of neighborhoods. And then, of course, you have to drive in order to go to a shopping center. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, in, uh, um, in Italy, um, everything is just scattered. Everything is there. So we do have houses, the bakery, um, you know, the grocery store, the bar. Everything is, uh, you know, together. Within walking distance. Yeah. Correct. Uh, we, we barely pretty much drive and we don't really drive it. We mostly walk. So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, that is probably why they mostly um, completely shut down even the idea of taking walks and exercise because yes, you, you are in close contact with people and, you know, because there have been so many cases now and so many deaths, um, they're trying to avoid, um, you know, to get much worse. So, so did it, did Italians kind of have uh, the same? So what I'm, what I'm kind of envisioning is like right now we're only just barely starting to hear of, of cases that are like close, close to home personal, you know, it's kind of been, it hasn't been until like the last couple of weeks that we've actually even had (laughs) confirmed cases in Island County and it's all, we're on the cusp of all of this getting a lot more real and a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. And did, did, you know, at the first day or two that people were even talking about this or that we were talking about shutting down the office, pre, you know, preemptively, it was kind of a little like, okay, casual, like everybody washed their hands. Um, and then it slowly got more serious. It's same there right. in Italy or how... Um, the, I, I feel like the biggest difference is that here, um, in a way, like some restaurants are still open. Uh, mm. They completely shut down all bars, all restaurants, everything uh, right away. But it's also true that I feel like the biggest difference is that in Italy, everything exploded all of a sudden. Um, they just... Oh, okay. Right. Like, so it started in mostly like the, the first people that were, that tested positive were in Rome, which were tourists. But then there was another um, patient that got tested positive in Milan and he's the one that infected a lot of other people in clusters. So everything just mm-hmm. spread right away. So they- Well, and a lot tighter. I'm sorry. It's a lot, a lot tighter, you know, more condensed areas Correct. with a lot more people. And I'm just curious, I have to ask this. Do you think the cultural habit of kissing and, and hugging and being closer spread <laughs> faster in Italy? Um, probably, yes. We are, you know, we're very well known for that, hugs and kisses. And, and it's not made up, right? Like, tell, <laughs> like, tell, 
tell us from a true Italian perspective. This is not just on the movies. This is a real thing. No. Yes. Uh, we don't do, of course, with strangers. But, uh, um, you know, even if you go outside and you meet an acquaintance or a friend, you hug and you have a chick uh, kiss on both cheeks. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, the proximity, the proximity from one person to the other is uh, so much, uh, you know, um, accentuated compared to the state. Like, yeah. and, and I think that that's probably, um, that ha that has an effect on it. Um, it's also true that uh, um, you know, I mean, um, a lot of the students travel even uh, um, during the week and then the weekend from home to their university. And so, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, even uh, changing cities that uh, I'm pretty sure had an effect on it too. Um, mm -hmm. And in fact, schools and universities uh, were closed uh, um, right away. Um, mm -hmm. That said, the part obviously it's just the healthcare system because right. even um, you know, even the you know the best hospitals in the north they are pushed to a breaking point, and mm -hmm. you know obviously uh, the ICU capacity was at max, and it's just like the infrastructure right now it's just weak. So. Mm -hmm. So if we're seeing our medical professionals here, just even in, in little Whidbey Island, already at kind of exhaustion levels, um, yes. what, what are you, you I mean, because you have just such a <clears throat> more visceral front row experience to what's coming than the rest of us. What, what's coming? Like, what should we be <laughs> Um, I highly encourage people to stay home. <laughs> um, from what obviously I've seen from family and friends posting on social media, um, the virus is literally uh, robbing families of proper goodbyes because obviously when you're sick and you're at the hospital, the family has to remain in quarantine. So you're just not able to see that person. And a lot of them are passing away alone. Um, the hospitals in the north, they're much more advanced compared to the south. And in fact, now that there are more cases in South Italy, uh, the hospitals down, down there are not keeping up uh, with the cases as well. Um, we are in a small island. I think it's great that a lot of the places, like even our office, already kind of you know, shut down and closed to the public last week. Uh, but the fact that, uh, you know, people remain at home, I think it's essential because I've mm -hmm. seen obviously, um, not obviously firsthand, but, you know, living so far away, but still mm -hmm. from what family and friends have passed, it's, it's pretty sad. It's pretty bad. So, mm -hmm. um, so hopefully we, we're not going to be at that point. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and uh, I don't know, it's, I just can't wait till this is, you know, over. Because it's yeah. it's nothing you know it's nothing nice to see. So no, definitely. Can I ask you, Simona? Have you um, lost any friends or family that are close to you? Um, no family. Um, more like an acquaintance. He passed away. He's in, he was in Sicily, and a lot of uh, uh, people in my town knew him because he had a store. And I come from a small town, um, but uh, he did pass away at home. Um, and most of it, again, it's because the hospital doesn't have um, many hospital beds, and you know, um, so 
I guess he wasn't able to get to the hospital in time and he passed away last week. So, mm. Mm. well, and it's almost like there will become a point where it's not about getting to the hospital in time. It sounds like it's, it's knowing whether the hospital will be able to take you. And Correct. once you're there, then like you said, I'll be honest, that's the first I kind of really heard it framed like that is that once you're in the hospital, you obviously don't want your family to be there. And so you, there's a high likelihood that if things went bad, you would be dying alone. And it could like robbing the, 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 um, so yeah, that's just a really horrible, tough choice for right. families to decide. I mean, I, I think that uh, throughout uh, all that is happening, uh, what I've noticed most is that uh, I've seen a lot of uh, um, humanitarian solidarity um, mm. between people, between nations as well, the support of other nations, even, uh, you know, towards Italy has been amazing to see. Mm. Um, I am an American now, but of course I was born and raised there. So mm. that's my second home now. And mm. um, it has been nice to see that um, even nations like um, Cuba sent 52 doctors and nurses wow. to help uh, Italy. And then these this week, I believe it was Wednesday, uh, the U.S. military as well from um, North, they also sent some uh, medical supplies to help out. Mm. A lot of organization and GoFundMe have been, um, have been done and they, um, they gathered so much money that they were able to, uh, to improvise ICUs even outside the hospitals. So... So that is uh, nice to see. Um, hopefully, again, we're not uh, gonna um, be like that here. Um, mm. So, so people stay stay home. Stay home. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So, um, yeah, that is the message, right? Take this seriously and stay home because right. it wouldn't take much to overwhelm us, unfortunately. Correct. And Ooh. and I feel like you know, lockdown being at home, it can be hard. But it reminds us anyways to um, exercise humility and empathy, you know, towards, you know, our families, our friends, and, you know, uh, be grateful that, you know, right now we are able to stay home and hopefully, um, you know, avoid the spread of the disease like, right. you know, and it happened in Italy. It certainly has made the world feel like a smaller place um, with this. You know, we are all way more connected nowadays yes. than we realize and um yeah that's huge and thank goodness for social media yeah i know right <laughs> for all the things <laughs> zoom, you know someone was teasing <laughs> that zoom is you know one of the growing the growing businesses and all of this um i was gonna ask uh simona so you were saying at one point to me you were kind of describing what lockdown looked like for italy <clears throat> And I, you know, right now we don't actually have a quote unquote lockdown. We have a stay home mandate. Mm -hmm. um, and that it, from there, Italy took it to a point where they were like policing it and saying Correct. that you could only, was it you could only go outside to let your dog or your, your pet go to the bathroom? I don't know if you saw it. I've seen the videos that people have been putting on on dogs and literally drop them from the balcony they would not even go out to let the dog walk 
um, it's crazy. Uh, the police is policing the streets. They would give you a fine if you are outside, um, and especially if you are more than two people. And um, one of actually the mayor in one of the town in Sicily, um, he actually pulled cameras in drones and he was flying a drone and, you know, messaging people to stay home and, you know, kind of look who was out. So, um, but obviously, yes, the lockdown is more extreme over there. And because, so I, I have a cultural question. I always think of Americans as like very like, we are not used to being told you know, what to do so much by our government. Are Italians more used to it or less used to it? Because they seem like a very rebellious lot as well. (laughs) No, um, I feel that probably because of the difference in history, we are more used to it. Um, Obviously, we, our history has been different. So, um, yes, I mean, obviously there are rebellious people, but for the most part, um, I mean, I, I think people are being taken it too seriously and staying at home. It's just mm-hmm. hard because uh, families are so close together. So um, not being able, you know, to hang around and go have, you know, lunch at uh, Nona's house in the week. Yeah. <laughs> the large family gatherings, yes, that, are, that seem quintessential. There Correct. As well. Yeah. Correct. That's just hard. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I... This is great. Is there anything else that you that people have been asking you about that um, that they're curious about that you could share with us on kind of the Italian experience? Um, no, I think that that's about it. Obviously, it's been very nice that people, you know, um, know that I'm from there. So obviously, mm. they reached out to right away and asked how my family is doing, which mm. so far so good. They're home again for many days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are they doing that they discovered maybe later on um, as you get two weeks into solitude um, that you you plan on implementing or that you know you've implemented because of what you've heard from them? Is there anything to kind of keep sanity and entertainment going? Um, well, besides cooking, that's a big thing for us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. we, I don't know how many meals a day we do have, but um, cooking a lot and um, obviously um, making a lot of homemade stuff, homemade pasta, homemade, you know, oh. uh, bread, yeah. sweets. Uh, besides mm-hmm. that, um, even my mom, who's 76, now she, she has apparently a Facebook account. So finally, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it took a... It took the, a crisis to get her on Facebook, huh? <laughs> yes, that was a good push. But um, it's yeah. mainly, I think, what everybody else is doing here besides cooking. I mean, obviously, people being able to work from home and, uh, you know, checking on other people and see how they're doing mm-hmm. and reading, watching TV, um, you know, that's, yeah. All the that's pretty much it. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So here I have a question. Have you um, and will you? start to make your own pasta yet <laughs> i used to make uh, pasta more often before um mm. i might start making this week uh, more bread um uh, because we're oh. running out so that's that's okay uh, we did make of course homemade pizza um uh, so we had pizza for two days um so yeah um i, I, like I want to see some so. homemade pasta <laughs> when everything's back to normal coming into the office that's kind of like okay nice. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good <laughs> we're an office that loves our food right <laughs> yes <laughs> okay i have one last question this is a if you had a crystal ball 
Mm-hmm. How would you think that this experience, especially and particularly for Italians, may change um, them forever? Like this will be a really pivotal moment in our history uh, looking back. And do you think that this will have changed anything for Italians? Um, I think this will change a lot of things, uh, not just to Italians, but, you know, um, for everybody. You don't think, you think they'll keep um, kissing as a greeting? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, I don't know if I should say unfortunately, but yeah. I think yeah. it's just, you know, that's just They've been how... through a lot before. This is not <laughs> yeah. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Many plagues. Um, but I, I don't think that that will change. Um, I just hope, I guess, that uh, maybe this time around, uh, being face-to-face with such a big pandemic, like, will actually, um, I don't know, help uh, um, just the hospitals and... Uh, mostly just the ELSA system uh, to get right. better and better because obviously it doesn't look like we were that prepared for it. Right. Um, right. So I just, you know, I just hope that maybe all of this will, will help in that uh, field. So totally. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think across the world for sure. And just, you know, helping families <clears throat> think more about their resiliency as a whole, you know, from, um, I hate to say it, but like from well-stocked pantries to our well-stocked bank accounts and making sure that we do have emergency (laughs) funds in place and that we don't take for granted that we would see signs of, you know, because this kind of all came very quickly. Nobody saw it coming. You know, nobody was prepared, even, you know, the most prepared places. And it just goes to show that something can be globally affecting very quickly and you just there's no excuse for someone who will have lived through this to not be more prepared yeah right and at least here in the states um you know what the news has been talking about is about uh, you know the government helping out in italy they're not having that so Uh, on top of uh, you know being scared um you know with the virus, they are also concerned because obviously they don't have any help economically and most of the businesses pretty much are closed. So, so yeah, um, I, wow. I don't know how that uh, is going to work over there. But Ooh, yeah, yes. there's a lot of unknowns. Oh my goodness. Correct. But the good yeah. thing though is that this week um, with uh, the mandate lockdown, the cases have been going down. So, so that's something. So that's why it's important. Yeah, you said the North is seeing the sort of the, the, the back end of the, okay, gotcha. So they've hit their peak okay. and they're, they're coming down the other end of the mountain? Well, I mean, mean, yes. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of people that are infected, but compared to one day, they had uh, the death toll reached over 900 people in one day. That is a lot of people. I mean, um, so, so yes. (laughs) Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yes. I wanted to try to, to end on a high note, but it's actually probably better to end on a sober note because <laughs> I, you know, it, it is really important. I mean, you have been one of the ones that I've been watching and listening to more carefully than others 
And you've been taking this very seriously, you know, from the beginning, because you can see, you can see weeks right. out of the ramifications and you've been very good about staying at home and, you know, following the protocols that have been put in place to keep everybody safe. So thank you. It's been hard, but uh, um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have you to know, start filtering a little bit um, what I, what I see in the news that I read, because obviously you can't just focus on negativity. You have to find some positivity every day and mm -hmm. keep your mind occupied. So absolutely. You've been doing very good. And for an extrovert, this is uh, especially hard. I know the, the introverts yes. in my life are like, Oh, at first, this is, this is great. <laughs> we should do this all the time. And then if they're married to an extrovert that gets old really fast, they're like, get this extrovert out of here. <laughs> so how's the introverted husband of yours? Is he, is he there yet? <laughs> he's, he, he's working from home. So, um, mm. so he's okay. Um, yeah. he, but for me, obviously it's, it's really hard, um, yeah. to, to, it's just a, a routine, completely different. So, um, what's been helping me anyways, is to keep in touch with people, family, friends, and colleagues and, you know, have the tasks and hobbies and, you know, keep working from home. So, um, trying to get distracted as much as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, woman, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait till we all get back to normal and I can give you a hug again at the office and I we know. can have homemade pasta. <laughs> that just like makes my mouth drool a little bit thinking about that. Okay. Uh, so, yep, I guess this is um, uh, Windermere Wigby's podcast signing off. I'm going to get better at this podcast ending and beginning thing. Um, and you, but you know me, we'll just, we'll just make it work. Uh, and you have just listened to our account from Simona Groves with Windermere Whidbey, who is our Italian, um, our token Italian here on Whidbey Island that we all love and adore. And we, we are thankful for you sharing.